Here at Hutton Orbital Radio News, it's not all about entertainment, as is obvious from the quality of our news bulletins. We do, however, like to offer advice when we can, and although this comes too late for a certain commander, we feel that at this point we need to mention that when dealing with stations such as Katzenstein Dock in 36 Ofuyuchi, or indeed our very own orbital, there is a subtle but nevertheless vital point of difference between passenger delivery missions and passenger sightseeing missions. When delivering passengers to distant stations, you'll have time to listen to your music collection, do a bit of ironing, and maybe contemplate the scale and majesty of our galaxy before dropping off your grateful charges at their destination, then collecting your deservedly large payout and jumping out of the system to your next destination. On the other hand, with sightseeing missions, you get to do most of that whilst heading to the station to accept the errand, and then you spend ages driving the ungrateful little baskets around the galaxy, supplying their every need, dodging scans, finding beacons so that they can tick a box on their so-called itinerary, sourcing beer when they desperately need it, but not when you were at a station half an hour ago that was selling it cheaply, honestly. It's like children and toilets. So, where was I? Yeah, okay, so you've done all of that, taken them everywhere that they wanted to go, turned prematurely grey, made an appointment with your doctor to check your blood pressure, and then what happens? You need to take them back where they came from. What are you going to do now? You've heard all your music. So often you could form your own tribute band. The crease in your flight suit could be used to cut through a field of bamboo, and you're sick and tired of the sight of the stars from your view screen. It's at this point that you have to fall back on your emergency plan. There's nothing for it but to go to media.forthemug.com and catch up on all repeats of the Hutton Orbital Radio News. A bit of old twaddle will help pass the time, even if you can't tell if this is a new show or a repeat of any of the old shows. You settle back in your pilot's chair. The theme music wafts through the cabin. A warm feeling of familiarity comes over you, and a contented smile is seen on your face as you hear the accustomed words. Our mics are, um, what's the word, live! Good evening and welcome to another week's roundup here at Studio 5 Hutton Orbital. It's the very finest radio station that's broadcasting out of Alpha Centauri at this hour on this day in this week from this location through this microphone through this studio and only if you don't like Thargoid Hour from Studio 7. I'm Dick Chafing and I'm back in the button pushing driving seat this week. Hopefully we put the chair back in the position you like it. We're sorry, the comfy cushion didn't survive. Oh. Alvin's taken it. I'm Harry Balzac, and I'm Hutton's roving finger on the pulse of what's going on in the galaxy this week. Norma Stucker's here, 
I've given the Milky Way a good probing this week and will be telling you useful things about what everyone's up to. I'm Seamless Amelia. And ready. Raring to go with whatever language mangling tongue twisters the writing room wings my way. I'm Commander Wotherspoon. I'm just concerned that you're going to make me read things that are going to get me into terrible trouble. And I'm Lou, staying well out of reach of Norma because she still hasn't forgiven me for rocking in at three in the morning last Thursday after a bit of a late night pangalactic gargle blaster session with a kebab on the way home. (laughs) And now, as always, on with the headlines! Pilots turn tricks with celerity for parity celebrities. You can't hold a candle to this, or indeed blow it out. Tharg gets within tentacles reach of a mug. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. When first we practice to believe. Little Willie's big adventure begins. Aunt Sally as Sahara Croft. Oh, I see. Atrus ah. 5060's poking his nose into the Pleiades. Lou's looking into the hot pit news. I think Norma said that she had a wee cough. Last weekend saw the time of year that all pilots with a positive credit balance dread Game Blast. Game Blast is an organized weekend where the least dastardly pirates you'd ever wish to meet in a dark nebula find new methods to separate pilots from their void opals. Low temperature diamonds, painite, gold, other luxury commodities and any credits they have in the bank. They then, Robin Hood-like, transfer the proceeds to their pirate lord who makes them available to aspiring pilots with a greater need to help them engineer their cockpits in inspirational and individual ways to make flying possible. The pirate lord we speak of, of course, known as special effect Dr. Mick, and let's not forget his bosun Baz, a worthy, nervy, swarvy, scurvy dog if ever there was one. Pilots all over the galaxy have been rising to the challenges set by this, the acceptable face of piracy. Even the Pilots' Federation held a jumble sale to sell off some stuff they found on the back of a cupboard and to raise the credits needed to satisfy demands. One enterprising pilot decided to just sing Potato for hours and raised over 16,700 credits. Imagine what the Pilots' Federation could have raised if they had an idea for a vegetable-based theme song. I've never been robbed of all my credits by nicer people, said one pilot. I'm only sorry I haven't got any more to give, said a second who had the same accent. It's quite uncanny. I think we can all tell how well received this daylight and artificial light for the more pasty-faced among you. Robbery has been received 
by the number of five-star reviews on ShipAdvisor. Sunday, February the 23rd, marked the first anniversary of the Fuel Rats' greatest single, Biggest Rescue Yet, that of Commander Diluvian Ray's crews in an operation known as Beyond the Dark Edge. The commander, you may recall, became stuck in November 3304 while attempting to break the record for the furthest distance travelled from Saul unaided, which was set at 157.06 light-years beyond Semitus Beacon, which is itself 65,647.34 light-years from Saul, by Commander Kenneth McGrew. Sadly, Commander Diluvian ran out of fuel a massive 141 years, light-years even, from the main star, but just 16 light-years from equaling the record. After two months of deliberations and inward monologues, the commander conceded that there was no way to break the record without any fuel. And so, on January the 4th, 3305, he called the Fuel Rats. A huge amount of calculation and engineering of ships followed, and a veritable flotilla was engaged in the rescue. After weeks of flying and mid-space refueling from other fuel rats, the two refueling ships, two because it never hurts to have a spare, arrived where Commander Diluvian was stranded, and he was successfully refueled. This was streamed live, and the galaxy held its collective breath as Commander Diluvian jumped out of the system and was greeted by a crowd of well-wishers at the star as he finished the refueling process by scooping. We salute the fuel rats, and for this rescue, we'd like to especially mention Commanders Veristhea, Numerlor, Idianera, Falcon JSDF, Highway Warrior, and Crunchy Baton. Talking of blasts from the past, Commander Wagar has set sail on his lore tour aboard the good ship Snore 4, recapping the story so far. After a minor incident with the adjudicators of the Galnet News Forum as to whether he was allowed to have an opinion on absolutely anything, the Senator has confirmed that his flight will be his swan song. At least, until the Pilots' Federation confirms that he can spend the rest of his space career legless, baseless, and surrounded by just the right kind of atmosphere. Until that time, he'll be enjoying his retirement. Commanders Ohayam, the original bastard, retired Navy T1 and tired Shadowstalker, recently came over all Huxwing-like and decided to spend an evening increasing the amount of Thargoidlessness in the galaxy by popping a few clops. Nothing unusual about that and normally would not have merited a mention except that Commander Retired Navy T1 was also carrying his load of mugs as part of Operation Hot Mess. Thankfully, we've not had to call on the services of the Apology Officer this week and everyone can breathe a sigh of relief. We would like to point out that Hutton Orbital does not condone this reckless endangerment of such a precious cargo and will encourage other pilots to just keep their head down, continue to concentrate on delivering mugs 
and stop looking to actually enjoy yourselves. There once was a minor corporation. Humble, cosy, wouldn't say boo to a mama's bog spaniel puppy. And it even stayed quiet, high up on the moral high ground, despite much temptation when falsely accused of copying someone else's work. Their name often led them to be confused with a certain web-spinning superhero, at least on this show anyhow. And some foresaw them joining the ranks of those who collect galactic assistance once a week. But then they had an idea. An idea so monstrously simple, so mind-bogglingly useful, that many people said, why has no one thought of this before? And therein lies the secret of what separates an idea from an idea. They struggled for a long time with the concept. They fretted over the colour. They made a stab at a name, and luckily it wasn't already in use. So they decided to keep it. Now, all they needed were two things. Money to finance the idea, and a catchphrase. A slogan that would trip off the tongue so easily that it would be on everyone's lips, and the whole galaxy would know what it was, and why they must, absolutely must, have one. And so, they reserved a slot in the last commercial break of the last Golnet news that anyone alive can still remember. And they launched this idea with the unforgettable lines. A table. Not just any table, but a table for your table. Tabletop gaming will never be the same again as your tabletop tabletops your standard tabletop and stops your standard tabletop game from being ruined by topple tipple washing over your top. Standing on cute little legs. The level up lifts the level up a little so you can place your board on board and keep the tabletop that's under for things you don't want on the top. And the rest, as I'm about to say, is history. Their finance was supposed to raise 7,660 credits, but they reckoned without the power of a simple to remember pithy expression. We can reveal that in the end, they were more than 115 times oversubscribed, raising a massive 885,955 credits, and 15,789 commanders will reap the benefits of being the first to get their hands on one. Many, many more will follow in the future, of that we have no doubt. In keeping with the original Hutton advert for it, we've got these words for Spider-Man and Chums. The level up has leveled up. Yes, the little table for your bigger table hit new heights as backer levels failed to level out but instead lifted the level up to the tip-top top table heights of legendary levels. If you pledged your wedge, then your wedge was lodged, and the little level up will be winging its way to you once the team have picked themselves up from under the table. Which, of course, sports a little tabletop, long-legged level lifting level up. So, we're hoping that's all clear now. <laughs> 07 Spider-Mind Games It's not often that we're lost for words. But when we received an application this week from a new commander, along with his letter of introduction and an appropriately donated fee, we couldn't help but be awestruck. Yes, 
Little Willie, former heavyweight wrestling champion, part-time nightclub bouncer, long-term friend to Big Willie Flanagan and Pilots Federation hardman, has decided that he wants to be a trucker. He has staked his claim over at Willie's port, downloaded the Hutton Helper, waved goodbye to Big Willie, packed his really little Willie mini-me and his copy of the Wee Free Men, signed by awfully Wee Willie Big Chin, and boarded the good ship Muppet, heading for Hutton Space. There was a tear in the eye of Big Willie Flanagan as his long-term sidekick and partner in crime left, but it was high time that the little Willie was let out in public and had adventures of his own. Major General Noctivagus sponsored his application to the truckers and has fully funded an Imperial Cutter resplendent in vibrant blue to bring the big little fella safely and in style to Hutton Space. It's that kind of helping hand that keeps model members of the Pilots Federation the upright people that we always suspected they were. Don't be deceived by Little Willie's mild-mannered looks. Under his flight suit, he's a foaming mass of barely restrained enthusiasm. And with no strings to hold him down, he's going to be working hand-in-glove with Hutton's puppet masters to bring a little bit of Little Willie magic to the galaxy. Welcome aboard, friend, and we're sure you'll be meeting the Flanagan again, as planned sometime soon. Aunt Sally, Hutton fan and pilot of the Hutton-sponsored, nocty-doctored, pink-on-the-inside, blue-on-the-outside PWAF, hit a bit of a snag in her whiff-waff shakedown over in the Canary system. A passing interstellar dust storm, a major but occasional navigational hazard, forced the PWAF to make an emergency landing on a nearby volcanic world. Having sent out for the Major General and his portable AFMU, including left-handed 3-8 Scripley, Aunt Sally was forced to brave the environment and build a shelter for her and her co-pilot, nicknamed Wurzel. Equipped as ever with the latest in fashionable but oh-so-practical outfits for the everyday pilot about town, Sal sported the kind of rusty-dusty desert chic that would put Indiana Jones, Lara Croft, Lawrence of Arabia and the entire cast of The Mummy to shame. The red interstellar dust storm hit the planet, coating everything in a thick layer and turning the pink wafer from blue to russet red in the blink of an eye. With the yellow sun turning orange and the ultraviolet end of the spectrum turning even more invisible than it normally is, she waited out the sandstorm with typical explorer's calm. And, of course, a handy pink gin. Reports are that the Nocti has breathed life into the PWAF and effected a rescue. Red alert cancelled and we're green with envy at his skills. And, to Aunt Sally, colourful character that she is, right on, you great, brave, interstellar voyager. Good evening, truckers. Atrus5060 reporting in with the latest intel on the Thargoid War. The brave anti-Xeno pilots of the galaxy have fought off the Thargoids, ending the incursion of Lembast, and while we celebrate this victory, the Eagle Eye Network, at the time of this recording, is still reporting gibberish. Gibberish! Gibberish! It's not saying anything. Ages have taken a ages to finally emerge from the rock they were hiding under, to which the brave pilots, including our very own Hackswing, continued success in the defence of humanity. 
but quickly retreated to a different rock to hide under when asked about the state of the Eagle Eye Network, as well as how they are helping in the fight. Our trucker brethren over at Operation Ida continue their incredible work in repairing damaged stations. Having nearly repaired all three stations in HIP 10492 and Copernicus City in Kungyajutu. Kungyaju! Bless you! In less than a week! Stay on alert, truckers, for those pesky bugs! and help repair the galaxy by curing mods and fixing stations. Good luck out there, truckers! Remember, it's for the mug! Everything's quiet. Too quiet. Systems look healthy. No one has plague. There aren't any pirates. No one is on holiday. Okay, apart from Snuggles McKeague. The infrastructure's not broken. The four horse people of the background Simopolis are conspicuous by their absence. Nothing's on fire. No one is attacking. The ballot boxes are safely stowed. Everyone's well fed. Even Colonia's feeling fine. Just a tickle needed in tear to get us back into second place. How boring is that? I mean, I like an easy life slightly more than the next commander, but really? Can someone just go and mess up a few systems so there's something to talk about? Come on, Norma, you always excite me. Push it away, Lou, it's not your birthday. Aww. It's been another quiet week, but one piece of good news from Operation Hot Mess. One mug is doing its duty and removing pain in the arm. That's pain institution in the arm system and it's been mugged by Rudy Romkraut. Flossie will give you the rundown of the hot mess situation later on. The Buckyball Racing Club and the Elite Racers have teamed up to offer two challenges at Course Base in Ross 1047. The Buckyballers are also doing... Sorry, I'll start again. The Buckyballers are doing the Course Base Drag Strip Challenge an out-and-back drag race, and the elite races are doing the course base circuits at the base. Why not join these upstanding members of the racing community and get stuck in with the two challenges? There's not a lot in the diary other than the regular Hutton and Dusty QC on Sunday, organised commander by Commander Shoreside Customs. Looks like everyone is avoiding meeting in large numbers. But what better way than in a seal spaceship, I say? That's all from me this week. Thank you to everyone in our news team for bringing us that news broadcast. Do not go anywhere. Stick around with us. We have a number of tunes for you tonight. that We want you to guess the theme. It's not set by Vantian. In fact, this may well be songs that Vantian has never heard. Or Mr. Pond, or Amelia, or Flossie. We've got some rock. We've got some pop. We've got some pap. We've got some shit. Stick around. Enjoy it. And get your guesses into Commander Palantir as soon as you think you know what the theme is. It may be topical. It may be mockable. It is probably you wish it was stoppable. Um, frankly, it's like my girlfriend unpopable. Where am I going with this? 
Right, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, we've got some music themes, so uh, hello everyone and thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, yeah, um, that exit, that little link there was longer than one of Harry's condensed movies. Uh, for song is A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. Enjoy. We'll be back on the other side. And we're back. If you have any ideas, I've seen a couple of guesses coming in, which is always good. Um, is it boobs? It's not boobs. I'm not quite sure what, what your obsession with a thousand-year-old boobs is, but... Um, <laughs> I suppose you've got mum. Beggars can't be what names. I've just watched the Doctor Who episode with Nefertiti in it. <laughs> Nicer titties. Um, right, OK. Um, right, I don't even know what we're doing. What do we do? Oh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been it's been a wee while. We're distracting you with boobs. I think that's a, a sort of like standard given, is it not? Um, so, thousand years there by Christina Perry. Loads of things in the news. Obviously, huge congratulations to Spider-Man Games tonight, who's uh, King whose Kickstarter campaign closed and they made a fortune. If you were listening to Lave Radio's podcast on Tuesday, you will know that there was an issue with battle cards. The first print run was um, scrutinised and they felt that the blacks were not the right detail. The blacker cards and the dark colours were a bit mucky, so they have arranged uh, with their manufacturers a second print run um, to make sure that they're not and then the final print will be given and uh, we'll start seeing those wonderful battle cards coming out to us in the post which is awesome and uh, can mark that that we oh, I've just put kisses next to it realizing that's not how you mark something is done so we don't do it again uh what else has been going on then guys not much no no uh. I've been wearing my legs out. Ooh. That's because you just you do run with them. You see if you walk, they'll last longer. Okay. Yes. Well, there's there's definitely been a few birthdays this week. I've not had Have a... there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean we don't oh, mention yes. everybody who has a, a birthday in the galaxy because well, that would make the show even more ridiculously long than it is already. We do try. But I think it's all Yeah, and it's always worth we we try and pick a few each time and just um sort of Something, if there's something special, we try and do it. If you're in the Twitch chat, and, or you're, you're joining us on twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Truckers, if you're in there and it's been your birthday this week, you know, raise your hands. Nope, I can't see any hands. Raise your hands in the air. Take your hand out of there, Winnard. It was not your birthday, and that's not the air. Right. Um, so, of course, we had our, our very... Oh, own uh, queen of the community goals, uh, your wonderful other half, Robbie. Um, are you allowed to tell people how how old he is? Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sixty-seven. My goodness, crikey! And you're not a day over twenty-one. That must have been awkward when you met. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm only eight months behind him. Oh, oh dear! You're not meant to. Do it. Oh well, you know, it's too late now. It's out. It's out on the internet now. That's it. Um, can, uh, <laughs> it's one of those things when you get, when you're getting older. No, as as a somebody of a closer to Flossie's age than any of you lot. Oh, it's, like the the worst bit is when you're filling in a form on the internet and you realise you've moved up another category. 
Yeah, well, then that's what makes you feel old. Nothing else. I was I in... scroll down to find your date yeah. of birth. What's your, what's your birth year? Oh, click, 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 click. <laughs> well, you're, you're now in the 65 to 100 range. Yes. Ouch. Oh, I need a three-digit. I was, three I was digit, uh, yeah. in, in helping my gran with her banking uh, a number of years ago, um, and she uh, sat down and her life insurance policy had just come to a close and she was just saying, can I open up another one? They went, of course you can, not a problem. And then when they put in her date of birth, they went, "Uh, actually, no, you can't. (laughs) Apparently, you're too old for life insurance. (laughs) You're thinking, well, what are you meant to do then? Um, But yeah, she looked, (laughs) that was a compliment. She went home with a smile on her face, feeling that even though she was 92, uh, that this person thought that she was still young enough to get life insurance. Um, So that was a, a wonderful day for her. But what did Robbie do for his birthday? Um... Didn't do a lot really. Um, we just stayed home and then went out for a drink on the night. He likes to cook his own food, so you see. Because if we go if we go out for a meal, he often says, "Oh, I could do better than that." He's a fussy <laughs> so bugger. First to cook his own. That's what he's, he is. He's a fussy bugger. That's why he picked you. See, you know that. <laughs> yeah, because you know that I'm not. <laughs> as long as it's microwave between one minute and one minute and a half, you're happy, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Pierce the uh, film three times, not four times. Another another one of our birthdays this week was uh, Commander Taran four two nine five, who is of course our uh, prolific prolific, yeah, that's right, uh, bounty yeah. hunter um, with the all time record for bounties earned, and I um, a huge congratulations. I think he's compensating for something. I don't know what, but yeah, uh, lack of sleep probably. I think, you know, if I remember mm. rightly, he's not doing that very well. I think he's, what, live-streamed himself sleeping twice? Was that Taron? I'm sure, sure that was Taron. Um, mm. If not, then I am slurring his name and I will not besmirch your awesomeness again. Uh, apologies to you, Taron, um, if that's not you, but I'm pretty sure I've seen you snoring on the stream. Uh, can't really complain, can't say anything wrong about that because I have nearly fallen asleep in one of my own. Uh, and in fact, when Lave Radio left the end of the show wide open as I nodded off whilst they were finishing off the show, expecting end credits that never came. Uh, well, they did, about 10, 15 minutes later when I went, it's a bit quiet, what's going on? Okay. It's fine, fine in the edit, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, you can never tell these things in the edits. Edits are amazing. So, happy birthday to Robbie, happy birthday to Taryn, happy birthday to anyone else whose birthday it is this week that we have missed many happy returns and here's to many more it's my mum's birthday next week and I'm going to take her out to dinner on Wednesday and it was happy birthday to your mum yep, tech monkeys last week and my sister's two weeks before that so yeah lots of birthdays and uh, coming up which is good uh, consistent your mum she is every year every mm. year I mean, my dad's not no, quite that good. He stopped. Oh, Craig, I can't remember when his last birthday was. Cheeky beggar. Dokes, no, it's the day after ACM. <laughs> Ooh, is he coming down or is it going to be just yourself? Just me. Oh, well, you know, we get the best of the whole the whole, the whole listers. We've got the best one, so... Yeah, nah, 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 to the rest. <laughs> yes, it's happened twice. It's more than twice in combat uh, that Taron has nodded off. It's amazing he's managed to get the record for all... <laughs> The amount of bounties. What's his rebuys like? It must be huge. Uh, what else we've got? He must ram a lot of them. 
Yeah, just just <laughs> in the way of them. He's just, just basically just, falling just go, asleep. Go to in a combat space zone. And... Combat zone. Throttle full on and fall asleep. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic if that was true. Um, charities. Obviously, we had the twenty-four hour stream last week from Frontier. Was it last week? Or was that this week? It was last week. It was last, last week. week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, but you know, they obviously raised a fortune uh, for special effects as part of Game Blast, with the the totals being ridiculous by the end of the week. Um, and then, of course, we have our very own mad, 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 uh, muggy nominated uh, Dayglow Viking, um, who is again out there running marathons. Uh, it's almost like he doesn't like dogs, but he apparently he's supporting Guide Dogs UK. Uh, which is again dressed as a dog, no less. Dressed, oh, that's right. I've seen his costume. Oh, it's, it's like a giant ginger snap. <laughs> I don't know whether or not we should support him by going there and releasing dogs behind them. <laughs> well, he he did say that if anyone's in London, don't forget to yell for the mug if you see him. If you see a man. Dressed in a dog costume, running <laughs> down the street. Make sure it's part of a marathon. Otherwise, don't shout anything at them and keep away. But if they have See, got I... a little sticker and they're surrounded by lots of runners, then shout for the mug. Is he carrying See? his hot mug with him? It looks like it in the photos. But the thing is, I mean, I have a policy of shouting for the mug to everyone I see, so... Oh dear, we've corrupted... It's a good policy. puts me on his back, doesn't he? Hut and stick or something. Oh right, okay, yeah, the hut and stick. Yeah, he tends to do. I mean, it's it's wonderful when you guys go out there and you do these things and you use the hut and logo. It does nothing but build pride in the hut and truckers for us all to be proud to be associated with a group of generous mad bastards like you. Um, it's just a wonderful thing. Amazing. Uh, anyway, that is going to be... I'll put the link into the Twitch chat, but it is a Facebook group. You should be able to find it probably, if I remember rightly, on our events page on the Hutton Orbital Facebook. Um, I can't imagine it won't be there. Um, what's this? Talking of dogs... It, it's on the... Can I, can I, can I talk about the uh, Aurora Astralis? Because this is, this is actually quite interesting. Yeah. Um, we, we, we've been following the, um, the, the voyage of the the starship Aurora Australis on its uh, two base mission to to um, to restock a couple of a couple of Australian bases in Antarctica, and the guy in charge, Commander Dogsbreath, has taken, I think, two hot mugs, a silver one and a gold one, and they've been ashore in Antarctica. And there's not not much that's been ashore in Antarctica. Not many people get to go there, um, and so this this ancient orange icebreaker is chugging its way back towards Tasmania at the moment and uh, they've got they've got a stowaway on board it's really interesting it's 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 a dog but it's not a it's not a kind of he's not a living dog it's a it's a it, it's a guide dogs for the blind nation dog that's what it is and it's it was got taken a name to, too. I'm, I'm 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 going to read this because because this is this is really interesting because what happened was the Australian stations used to have husky sledge dogs to kind of move around sort of on, on the ice sheets. And at some point in the past, in the early 1990s, um, the 
powers that be decided that they weren't going to have huskies anymore and they, they shipped them all back to Australia. And the the guys who actually lived out there, the expedition people, um, sort of wanted to have a dog, sort of. And so they, they stole <laughs> guide dogs for the blind donation dog, one of these sort of fiberglass efforts, um, and took it to Antarctica. And it's been it's been doing the rounds of Antarctica ever since. Um, so and it's called Stay the Dog, and, and it has it has a book as well. You can buy the adventures. Does it? Yes, it tell does. Me, tell me about the book. I'll try and look it look it up. Whilst you, okay. Whilst you carry okay. on, yeah. I'll I'll tell you a little bit about Stay then. Uh, 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 Stay has been sort of moving around sort of between the stations by what what's described here as mysterious means from one station and Antarctification to another. With an official history and storybook, yes, having been written about her Antarctic and sub-Antarctic adventures. Anyway, she lost a leg, and she now has a, a hand-carved prosthesis. This is on a fiberglass dog. Um, she's got stickers from her various adventures, and she's much loved by all the people down in the Antarctic. But as with the littlest hobo, she just keeps moving on. And the littlest hobo as well. Um, so, Stay is now on board the Aurora Australis, heading back towards um, Hobart. She's made the trip as a stowaway from Mawson, which is the last base that they resupplied, um, back to Davis. And she's been seen guarding the Hutton mugs to prevent their further kidnap because they were stolen and taken ashore and held hostage for a while. And then they then they were rescued bravely by the by the crew of the ship and they're back on board. So the Aurora Australis is now making its way home from the Antarctic. It's its last voyage because it's been replaced by a new icebreaker um, later on this year. Uh, having seen an aurora, and it wouldn't be a Borealis, would it? What would it be? Aurora Australis? I don't know. Yeah, it would be. Aurora Australis. She's gone through yeah. a heavy storm, seen a lot of the crew seasick, confined to their bunks, for fear of painting what... The, the, the ship is known as the Orange Ruffy, and... They were just a little bit worried it might turn into a green ruffy. Um, 10 metre tall waves, 30 foot waves, pretty much. So the ship and the mugs are due back in port on the 6th of March. And they're now far north of the bergs, bergy bits and the growlers. The science is done, the trucking is complete and the fuel rutting is over and done with. And the passenger mission is nearing its end. So there are two mugs signed, I hope, by um, some of the people who are in Antarctica. Um, and also to be signed by some of the people who are on, on, on the ship. And we are going to have to decide what to do with them. I think I think the idea is to make some money for charity, but quite how we're going to do that. I don't, I'm not sure if we've thought that far ahead yet, have we? I don't believe we have. I know there was desire for some kind of auction-based system, but I don't believe we've reached a kind of um, okay. system that we're all 100% comfortable with um, as yet. Okay, but these are the rarest of rare Hutton mugs. Well, these are I, I think yeah. I think I think I heard somewhere that the crew was going to sign them as well. Oh, that would be really good, wouldn't it? I mean, it, it's I've I've had a lot of fun following this journey on the the Hutton Facebook group, seeing all the photos and everything, and it's really really cool. Um, and if it's raffled up or anything, I'll be bidding on it definitely. Yeah, it it, it it's a bit like where's Wally or where's Waldo. If you're American, um, every every picture has a hot mug hidden it in, in it somewhere. Well, yeah. one of them got stolen by a fuel rat um, at one point. Shocking. The 
they just received a message saying, uh, we have mugs, you don't, any questions? It's <laughs> <laughs> quite appropriate. I'm just looking yeah. to see what else we've anyway. got. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, it's, it's been it's been an absolute privilege to be able to tag along with them and, and get so many amazingly interesting videos and and probably some of the saddest news um, that we hear on our planet that we abuse and take for granted. To hear that you know the temperatures and the ice and the lack of krill has affected penguin population. That's why there's a bloody penguin on my feed. Now I remember. To hear that's really <laughs> genuinely quite heartbreaking. But when you know, you can do something about it. And you know, hopefully, we are all mm -hmm. you know trying to do our bit, or the governments are being a bit more. Uh, well, we'll find out. They come up to Glasgow, and I'll sort them out myself. So I'm going to go down to that. I'm going to go down to that meeting and I'm going to stand and I'm going to look you, see you, Boris, sort this crap out. Otherwise, I'm going to leave, let Skip Rat come up and talk to you about what's going on and he's going to tell you exactly what the <laughs> script is. Uh, and you guys have got to make a decision because if you make the change at the top, everyone else will follow suit. Let's be the leaders in this and, and let's not be the ones sitting there waiting for someone else to pick up the crap and fix it. Forward to seeing your news. <laughs> Indeed. Incidentally, we probably ought to say thank you to the Australian Department of the Environment and the Antarctic Division of said body for allowing us the time and bandwidth in order to get updates from the Aurora Australis. You're quite and, correct, uh, actually, because that is not... Um, yeah. If you ever speak to the tech monkey, he was the internet manager on a cruise liner. It is not a taken-for-granted uh, internet access on these boats is for critical systems so yeah a huge thank you for them being so generous with their um, time and access to keep us in, involved um, and updated. It's not so much the, the getting access it's having to wind up the ethernet cable when you're finished. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a bloody thing. <laughs> it's got seaweed all over it as well. Yeah, it's got all sorts of weed all over it yeah. Okay, all right, well, that's the Astra Aurora Australis. That has been a real privilege. We have so many things to be really thankful this year uh, with the Hutton Truckers. We have been so privileged in so many ways to be involved in so many things, but this has got to be one of our highlights uh, and uh, an amazing thing to see. Oh, crikey, you see the interviews when they're deploying large metallic devices that are going to spend two years underwater recording whale song. I just picture that as like some kind of whale karaoke booth. All these whales who swim past and then go, you know what, I'm just going to nip over there for a wee <laughs> sing. Um, anyway, uh, it's been uh, yeah, an absolute joy and um, Commander Dog's Breath, isn't it, that is responsible is. for yep. giving us our in there. Thank you so much. And I hope you all get home safely. Uh, although, given you know the current outbreaks, you guys might just want to stay on the boat. <laughs> just it might be the mm. safest place. Other person would thank there is Cosmic Ray. It's been pretty good. And to be honest, I reckon that if you didn't know better, you'd think they had about fifty mugs on that ship because they're flipping everywhere in every photograph. They must have been running round every day all the time to move the mug from one place to the other and then stand there nonchalantly. 
As if, yeah, as if they've had a cup of tea at three. Just... Oh, oh, you're filming now? Oh, no, I just happened to have this mug in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> the in it so you can spot it easier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I tell you what, though, the guy that makes the mistake and tapes a sip, that's the person. You want the photograph of that, that face? <laughs> <laughs> right. From one epic journey and uh, to another, we, of course, are referring. Uh, very own wonderful Sally Morgamore, who is currently on the Poif, or the Pink Wafer, uh, has now appeared on the Twin Towns website, if you are following that. I am not familiar with this current breakdown. I have missed that. Um, I'm not sure what where that news story came in from. Um, what we've got here is one of the, one of the other sponsors now who's come along uh, for the car is Sally's uh, new employer, uh, the uh, appropriately named No Breaks Gaming. Yes, <laughs> which is who makes the game called Human Fall Flat. Yes, so no breaks on the side will be plastered on the side of the car. <clears throat> yeah, that should be quite good to have us in the back, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, if you want to follow that, if you go to the Hutton Orbital Facebook, you will find links galore all over the place to keep up to date with uh, Pre-WAF and do search for them on the Twin Towns website and follow them and give them a shout out when you get an opportunity. Um, when does that kick off? Are they kicked off already? No, no, it's a four-day thing in, oh, is it, March? I've got it in my diary, it's, it's, the, the issue is going to be Me? that the return date, it, it would normally have been a bank holiday in the UK. But thanks to our lovely current government, they've moved the bank holiday uh, from the uh, Monday to the Friday of that week. Hmm. And it's May. Ah, oh, yes. So it's uh, the early May bank holiday. Or yeah, early May bank holiday. It would have... The, the cars leave, I believe, on the 1st or the 2nd of May, and they come back on the 4th to Blenheim Palace... Uh, same as they did last uh, two years ago. So it's, but yes, the the fourth of May is not a bank holiday. So, so it's it's, it's fr Friday the first to Monday the fourth of May is the yeah. is the challenge. So it ends on on the bank holiday, or what would have been the bank holiday Monday. Yes. I've, I've just been looking at the the uh, Pink Wafer No Breaks Games team page, hmm. and yes, it's got Sally, Sally Morgan Moore, team captain. He's got Nick Rogers, co-pilot. He's got Lloyd, the videographer. And it's got Little Willie. Little Willie is a much-loved and incredibly successful community manager in our game development world. With experience in television and developers such as Frontier Developments, Little Willie can't wait to join the fun as he helps document the Pink Wafer journey for Twinstown Challenge 2020. I, I recognise that Little Willie. I recognise that Little Willie as the one that Big Willie on... <laughs> <laughs> the frontier live stream. You'd know that little Willie anywhere. <laughs> I'd know that little Willie anywhere. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's going with the pink wafer. I, I'm getting flashbacks to last ECM. No, that was that was a different Willie, and you know <laughs> that you were not allowed to talk about that. That was that was to be kept quiet. Otherwise, paperwork had to be filed. Do you not remember? Shh. <clears throat> anyway, so yes, um, yeah. Just, just before we move on, um, to add on the story of the uh, Aurora Australis, um, 
we um, need to express our thanks um, to the Australian Department of the Environment and uh, the Antarctic Division. Uh, they dedicated a lot of time and bandwidth to um, sending us photos and our general silliness. Um, Who sent you that so, message? I mean, uh, that was from Rudolf Hucker. Himself. Yeah, he's already sent it to yeah, Pete. Yeah, he obviously wasn't listening when Peter read it out. <laughs> Pain in the bum, is. Oi! Oi, fancy! It's worth saying more than once. Here, it is. Absolutely. Butt it's out! A re- it's a return. Return message. Ack. It's always good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's worth it. They, they did such a good job. You know, the bandwidth out there must be very meagre at best. It must be scrabbled for in order for, to send emails or messages back and forth to family. And they used a big chunk of it up to send us photos and stuff, so... It's you know. a very complicated system, and yeah, something that, um, uh, as I say, Tech Monkey worked with ships and ship internet, and it's not always possible to have access to it, and it is considerably more expensive than anything we'd ever. Even if you live in Australia and you're used to those kind of strangely absorbent, exorbitant uh, broadband costs, it ain't no broadband, and we definitely are extremely grateful. <coughs> Did you say ship internet? Yeah, yeah, I did. Ship. Yeah, let's go with yeah, that. Oh, so yeah, that's not the sure. same as I'm working with. Why not? No, no. <laughs> no, that's a different one again. <clears throat> uh, right, so... No, 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 that's, that's because um, you're, you're with, uh, you're with uh, Virgin, and that's an entirely different way of getting fur, fur, yes, um, done over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd pay for it. <laughs> right, has anyone else been <laughs> sent a message by Dave that they're going to have to thank the uh, Australian uh, internet and stuff for the boat? Anyone, anyone in well, the environment department? We, we could thank the penguins and the orcas and the seals for uh, looking after the mug for us as well because we've got pictures of them um, with with the mug as well. So oh, I, I think that's probably enough of Aurora Australis for now, though. Yeah, that was an elephant seal, wasn't it? Highlight of elephant our... seal, yes, quite right highlight of the year so far and we're not done yet we've got so many more highlights to come this year but that one is going to stay with me for many many years seeing our little mugs and all their faces and penguins look penguins 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 that's it yep you've obviously watched that poor poor interview Uh, (laughs) right we're done pwaf gorgon's lock um what is Gorgon's Lock? Does anyone know what Gorgon's Lock is? It is. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a Kickstarter that's starting on the 1st of March, so I think that's Sunday, and it's running for 30 days. It's Dan Grob, um, his fantastic books publishing, and it's his fantastic games publishing, I imagine. Uh, it's his first board game, and it is uh, well, it's, it, it, it's a kind of dungeon crawler game. But the, the, the unique thing about it is that there's rules for moving the monsters, which means that a single player can play the play the thing on their own if they want to. Um, and, you know, sort of all, all, all the little monsters will move around and chase them according to a, a, a set of apparently simple rules. So, um, so yeah, this is a, this is a new venture for Mr. Grob um, to see if he can he can branch out from just books and start doing a few games as well. So, that, so look out for the Kickstarter on Sunday. Yeah, okay, fantastic. This Sunday coming, or next Sunday? Uh, the next Sunday that's coming after this Thursday. <laughs> that made it it's no, Sunday. That made it no clearer <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> okay, 
no problem. Right. You, you know, ne- uh, uh, Carol, you know next Sunday? Yes. The one before that, then? Oh, right, okay, yes, yes, okay, I, I understand, yes, okay. You remember so, last Sunday, it wasn't that one. So if you start now <laughs> and keep going until, until you come to a Sunday, that's the one, okay? I what is it I have to keep you. doing till Sunday? I don't Saturdays, know. usually. Anyway. Well, you, make, en- you make these suggestions, you leave it halfway through. Yeah, yeah, anyway, anyway. Um, what, what will be significant to us is that uh, there will be a prototype of Gorgon's Lock at ECM, Ooh. which is the Elite Community Meet, Yay. which Yay. is in Cambridge on which Saturday is the be awesome. of April, and for which all the tickets are sadly sold out. But kind of watch this space because there may be a few odd ones come back on them on the market. There are a few odd ones who've bought tickets. I know that there are quite a few <laughs> odd ones who bought tickets already. Yes, <laughs> and hand goes in the air. But there's going to be a few other things at at, at ECM, and sort of that, that I'm aware of. Um, uh, Anthony Hunt has done some amazing mouse mats using his um, um, blueprint, he, 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 blueprint template, really, isn't it? I, I was trying to think what it was. He's, he, he's bought himself a new. A copy of Corel Draw. He he had, he put in a little appeal out on Facebook, sort of, because he needed a 64-bit version. Because he was he was making such complex diagrams that the 32-bit version that he had uh, kept crashing. So um, he's now got a 64-bit version, and one of the things that he's always done traditionally is get some of those lovely blueprints, and they are blue with with kind of like white uh, lining, very very gorgeous sort of pictures of the ships of Elite. Um, I think last, ooh, I, I can't remember last year, the year before, um, he did some lovely books off the, um, the the blueprints. This year, they're mouse mats. So it's it's blue mouse mats with, with a picture of an anaconda or whatever whatever ship you, you fancy, basically. There's, I think, one of, one of each of quite a lot of them, certainly. And he's bringing them along. They're going in the raffle, which is absolutely fabulous. Um, what else is going to be there? I think, I think the... Um, the pizza tray is going to be at at ECM as well. This is this is the, the Kickstarter that's just finished that was mentioned in the news. Um, the new type of board gaming table that lets you stack your pizzas underneath the table while you're playing <laughs> board games on top. Or table for your tabletop. Stop, don't! I knew that would happen. You see what that means? <laughs> you give her a moment, she starts. If she started, <laughs> she's got to finish. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, there's... Oh, oh do, you to, do you want to finish? Yes, let me make a finish. <laughs> go on, go on. No, 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 you it. go. No. Oh. <laughs> okay, what, what else are we... I, I mean, there's going to be loads of stuff happening at, uh, at, uh, at Elite Community Meet. We'll, we'll probably have a bit more, bit more detail closer to the time. But even before that, in Cambridge, something else is happening a month before ECM. Dead meat. Oh, I, I'm going to collapse in a heap of, of exhaustion. Or in aid of special effect. Yes, it's it's the previously mentioned Cambridge Half Marathon, uh, which we're doing a practice half marathon around London this Sunday before we do the real half marathon around Cambridge the following Sunday. Um, and we are hoping to raise large amounts of money. Sorry, we're hoping to raise large amounts of money for special effect. Okay. And uh, yes... Um, I think we're on about six hundred pounds at the minute, which is You're not a bad shout at all. Six hundred and ninety—that that's fine. But those are rookie numbers. Everybody else, get out there 
and start start donating. So how do we do that? I'm going to put a link into the Twitch chat. It's yes. a nice short link. I made a nice short link, uh, bit.ly slash sfx half. So that's uh, special effects half, as in half marathon. Yes. SFX and don't half. be fooled by the fact that it's Trevor's page. This is this is a, There's five of us from my new place of employment who've all fallen in love with special effects. So we've got a team going. We've used up half of their charity places just with ourselves. So we're quite um, chuffed about that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're raising money between us. And hopefully we're going to convince them to come and visit our place of work to engage some more people to Excellent. do things over the year. It's a 13-mile race, is it, basically? Yes. Okay. Nice. Yes, 13 delicious miles. <laughs> delicious, delicious miles. How far do you normally run in the morning? Um, 5Ks or 10Ks, uh, okay. the normal thing. Um, pretty good then. It's not. It's, so we're going at least twi just over twice as far. <laughs> it's not like your sort of your normal run is to Costa and back. Okay. Yes, which is kind of messy once you've actually bought the coffee. Um, <laughs> it just won't stay in the cup, will it? Occasionally we uh, we run to the, the sandwich shop and it looks very strange running back with a baguette in your hand. But you know we just pretend we're doing a relay. <laughs> just pretend you're pleased to see them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just in case that's for comedy effect, no, it's not. We genuinely sometimes run back with a baguette in our hand. Right. So just as a, uh, for, for the people listening to the Should podcast, that's bit.ly/sfxhalf. Yes, and it's, it's just been payday, so get on there quick. Yes. Is it? Quick, before everybody else does. Good, <laughs> no. Eat the rush. <laughs> That's right. Get in there before anybody else takes your money. Is there right. anything else in the community corner? I've, I've just been looking up what time sunrise is, because it'll be coming up pretty soon. Uh, okay, that's that's a hint, isn't it? I think we can move on. Okay, <laughs> what comes next? We have next? covered everything. Right. Okay, so... You've yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we've done everything. It's been a, a busy, busy little section there. Um, okay, Flossie, are, are you ready to do the do-do-do-do-do-do? Yep, I'm ready. All right, well then, let's get this on the road and let's... What do you fancy? Do you fancy an interstellar intro or shall we stick with the community goals? Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, I, think, I think I'd like to hear the interstellar initiatives one because we haven't had that for a while. I second that. Tough. Okay, yeah, your, right. your word <laughs> coming your sway. way. <laughs> when the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do? When your faction leader's a dog and your daily tasks are a slog. You're feeling like a used cog What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you now you should listen to what Flossie says. Listen to what Flossie says. What on earth can we do? 
do what Flossie tells you to. What if she talks nonsense? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is. Then you can get involved with this. You should listen to what Flossie said. Now we said we can put this matter to bed just keep a voice in your head Flossie told you what to do Hello Flossie here we don't need any CGs from the Pilots Federation we've got our own CCCG it's the start of week 7 of the hot mess the galaxy is ever safer from mods as we are just over 64% complete with more than 35,000 stations complete and over 12,000 systems totally mods free. As I predicted last week, there's been a change in the leaderboard. At the top, having easily crossed the 2,000 mugs delivered mark, is the tireless Doc Jack, followed by Montgomery Python. But Alter Ego has overtaken Vince Wincumry to take third place, and Time Raider is not a great deal behind. We've got 268 commanders who have signed up and we're running at an average of over 131 mugs per pilot. We're seeing some odd behaviour. Last week we reported that all stations within 100 light years of Sol were mods free. But recent scans have shown that in the 90 to 100 light year band, there remain quite a few systems unmugged. So let's hope that all gets resolved soon. As we just finished week 6 of Operation Hot Mess, and we completely mugged 59.46% of all systems, we're well on, the on course to bring this to a successful conclusion before ECM, as long as everyone keeps up the good work. That's all from me this week. Flossie told you what to do. That was off uh, Yeah. What's oh, right? We've received a message from a ship's computer called Holly, and it reads, They're dead, Dave. Oh, I think this is... I might, yeah, they're all dead, Dave. So we might as well play Already Dead by Hollywood Undead. Sorry if I jumped in there. <laughs> No, you're good. You're good. Hollywood Undead. Okay, here we go. Back after. Ooh, a little bit of guitar, a little bit of rock there. Ah, rocking your socks off. Hutton Orbital Radio. Ooh, the only thing this side of the galaxy. Good day, welcome, pop pickers. It's the birthday nomination now. We just want to wish a happy birthday to each and every one of the Commander Hankies in the universe. First of all, we're going to do it by name. So we're going to be here for the next two and a half years as we go through every single freaking hanky there is in the game. There's hanky. Royal hanky. And happy birthday for tomorrow, Royal hanky, when it comes. Um, we're going to leave it there. Okay, so we've done two songs so far. A Thousand Years by Christina Perry and Already Dead by Hollywood Undead. Has that helped you? It's not a happy birthday theme. No, Lennon. It's not a happy birthday. Although, you know, happy birthday is the, the thing that Hanky wishes you when he wants you to drop dead. Um, 
Norman, sorry, Ventura, he's sending me links. I know where the links are. That's not what I was looking for. But it's okay. <clears throat> anyway, what have we got coming up next? We have got, of course, the wonderful uh, section from uh, Peter Witherspoon. Who is it you are telling us about today? Oh, I don't know. Who would be a good person? Um, Zemina Torval, the slave lady. Ooh, kinky. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go to that next. Then we're going to come back, have a wee quick chat with anything that's developed. And then we've got another special tune and uh, a top trucker from Buck. Uh, and then we'll have a wee look. Is there anyone down in one of the green rooms? We've got King Hanky who's in there. We could bring him up for a wee chat. Uh, or we can go and harass everyone in the gaming rooms and annoy them. Or we can grab and We'll just pick on random people. If you have any messages or anything you want shouted out tonight on the radio station, if you want to shout out for your pals, for your player group, for people that are currently playing the game in tune, then, then send a message to Commander Palantir and we will happily oblige. But for now, we are going to go over and bring you the new Pete Witherspoon Powerful People Report. Uh, do enjoy as he takes over from the empty seat left behind by Drew as he disappears for another temporary little break um, from, from Elite. Uh, until then, enjoy. Powerful People. Encyclopedia Galactica presents biographies of notable people in the galaxy. This week, Zamina Torval. She may look like a mummified spider sucking on a lemon, but Senator Zamina Torval has developed a strong reputation for fairness and humanity. Caring for her vast army of slaves who work in the many vast mine complexes run by her corporate arm, Nostopolis Mine, is a full-time job and a lot harder than most people think. And Senator Torval really does care. She may have millions of slaves working for her, but she likes to show the personal touch, often dropping in on them unannounced, with a cake she's had someone make for them with her own hands. After all, she says, how can you expect your slaves to push in 18-hour days down the mine if they're not cared for properly? And remember that these are imperial slaves, indentured labourers, not real slaves the Federation pretends not to tolerate, but quietly permits its corporations to use. These are not the sort of slaves you work to death and then sell as fertiliser, oh no! When Zermino Torval's slaves drop dead of exhaustion, she makes sure they get a good burial, while remaining within a prudent 50 credit limit per corpse. Torval owns a fleet of majestic-class interdictors, the sort with the spinning wheel at the back, and she's not afraid to use them. Towards the end of 3300, she sent two of these so-called enforcers to put down a rebellion in the Serbago system. With the help of many independent commanders, she was able to turn the unfortunate circumstances of the rebellion to good, giving the slaves of Serbago an opportunity they really couldn't refuse to become a better class of slave with Mistopolis mining. Torval lives much of her life on one of her enforcers, the interdictor Xanadu. As a lover of all things natural, Torval has recreated within the Taurus of the Xanadu a tropical rainforest complete with genuine simulated rain and 50 different types of bird of paradise. 
When the empire expanded into the Pleiades, it was Toraval who installed the Wells-class carrier the Indra in HR1185, travelling there in person to witness the carrier entering orbit. Space, she said at the time, is by nature hostile. The Indra will make this particular system less so. Couple all that hard slave-owning and riot suppression with being a politician, attending Senate, and saying nasty things about Princess Ashley Duval, and there's not many people who'd want to change places with Senator Torval. Being rich and powerful beyond imagining really isn't all it's made out to be. As a politician, Torval certainly knows how to keep the population of her systems on side, offering an all-time low taxation rate of zero for the sixth year running. Senator Torval really has a bit of a bee in her bonnet about Princess Ashling, apparently liking neither Ashling's anti-slavery stance or her youth, nor, at one time, her apparent eligibility to succeed Hengist as emperor, but especially the bit about slavery. She and Ashling once had a bet about whether Zemina could forcibly buy more unregulated slaves and place them into imperial indenture than Ashling could buy imperial slaves to release. It was a jolly free-for-all for everyone concerned and everyone had a load of fun. But when they tallied up the slaves at the end, it was Torval who proved victorious, gaining well over two million new slaves, while Princess Ashling only managed to free a little over one million imperial slaves. Under the terms of the bet, Ashling was forced to take on a contingent of personal imperial slaves for a year, something that might just have allowed Torval to crack a twisted smile. Perhaps she was able to make her makeup flake off even more when Ashling Duval's marriage to Federal Ambassador Jordan Rochester was called off at the last minute, something that Torval described as the mercy killing of a catastrophically bad idea. Torval's other contribution to galactic safety is the invention of the Mining Lance, which can only really be described as a very dangerous mining laser. Great if your mining ship doesn't have enough room for weapons, but not exactly the weapon of choice for any but the most niche combat pilot. Trivia 129-year-old Zemina loves adding pepper to everything. Peppered grapefruit is her breakfast of choice, to which she attributes the stylish anus-like puckering of her withered lips. The Waterworld, Sintiny A4, is an official marine graveyard for Mustopolis mining slaves who've died in the line of duty. Dead slaves are released from a low orbit and typically burn up on re-entry, their ashes fertilising the phytoplankton of the ocean of that rather damp celestial orb. Torval has been hoping for a long time to go big game hunting for dinosaurs, but the option is sadly not yet available. Instead, she hunts down and kills the birds of paradise in her artificial jungle on board the Xanadu, using a mining lance, something that causes no end of work for her ever-vigilant zookeepers. Tune in next week for another of the galaxy's powerful people. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Witherspoon, for for that wonderful <laughs> pucker to use. I've never heard the word pucker used better. Uh... Not even when Jamie Oliver does it. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, right. <clears throat> Back to semblance of uh, <clears throat> the show. Okay, we have another song coming up for you, and then we have a wonderful Hutton uh, top trucker from Buck Naked himself. Uh, so, but first, we're going to play a song showing what his ex-wife's lawyers love to make him do on a weekly, daily, hourly basis. It is uh, indeed Jump by Girls Aloud, and hopefully this is the clue that breaks the competition for you. Jump. Now you're a trucker All you gotta do is truck that truck When you're a hunting trucker If you can't turn a profit then you're out of love For the mother that we fly all over the space Point to two light years crossed at a hill of a base Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker Well, howdy there, y'all. This here's Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself relatively pain-free by going to the website hot.forthemug.com Almost as pain-free as trying to come up with one of these every week. So let's get on to our top truckers this week. Yeehaw! From the explorers jumping around like them bullfrogs down by the creek Commander Alexis Ryder jumped over 72,800 light years. I heard on the CB they was trying to outrun Galcop. Commander A-Tick-2 took over the trigger this week, turning the despicably dirty do-batter Don Antonacci and his band of pathetic pirates into space dust. He racked up almost 58.7 million credits worth of bounties while tearing the engines out of each and every one of the Don ships. Running missions like no other, Commander Bowl of Petunias racked in 1,163 mission points this week. Now that's some impressive numbers. Loading up the new trailer attachment to the rear of a Lacon Type 9 and filling to the brim, Commander Operation Ida hauled over 88,000 tons of cargo around the galaxy and consumed a bit too much coffee in the process. Taking control of the Hutton High Speed Rail this week, Commander 67 Mistake Not delivered 1,405 passengers around the galaxy. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Brett Riverboat in 1 hour, 22 minutes, and 31 seconds. But the fastest run to Hutton in this month of February is held by Commander Doc Jack in 1 hour, 
22 minutes and 52 seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, only ships in the galaxy worth flying. And we are back. Thank you so much, Buck, for that. And uh, as uh, Commander Kaizen has said, it looks like he's wearing a jumper. Uh, yeah, that's just a side effect. Okay, so we've had, what, three songs tonight uh, so far. It's time to go over and see how you guys are getting on with your guesses. Uh, Palantir, what have we got in so far? We've got uh, the usual load of drivel. Good. Oh, sorry. I mean, oh, oh, are we live? Sorry. Yeah, we're um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, well, Litho Breaker has been prolific as usual. That's not the same as accurate. <laughs> but uh, g- 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 given the amount of information that he started with and the number of neurons, it's not too bad. And the first um, guess was is the theme Cow's Slow Descent into Madness? Don't worry, don't worry. I did point out that A, it's not slow, and B, madness is not a descent from where you started. No, it's an ascension. Uh, yeah. He then moved on to, is it spicy chicken recipes? And I'm not sure that I really want to know what that means. Um, Kai Zen had guessed generation ships. Mm. Mm. And a... Mr. Vantayer. Name rings a bell, but he didn't he used to work here. I don't know. Was yeah. that one guy oh, that well. licked all the biscuits? Yeah. He thinks it's the Adams Family movie. Oh, those must be those Argentinian biscuits. Christina Ritchie playing an Adams and they're all undead in Hollywood. Yeah. No, it's not your kind of sick twisted theme, Mr. Vantayer. It's an entirely different sick twisted theme. No. So that's it. Yeah, so we, we haven't got any correct guesses in yet. So if you if, no. if you if you want to sit, submit to Generation Ships, although it's a great guess and I'm taking notes so we can use that again for the future, um, it's not correct. And our next tune may or may not uh, firm up your... Um, your Sorry? Your, yeah, firm, firm up... For, for, it may, may or may, may not... Get, your um, resolve... Yeah, something like that. Dissolve? Resolve? Whatever. You I might, think I've just worked it out. It might change but I'm not going to say anything yet. Do you? Okay. Well, you, by all means, put your guess in and see what you say. Um, okay, okay, so for anyone who likes to... What the hell have you written here, Sean? The, so I'm, I'm fighting so. I'm fighting someone in the script here. <laughs> it, the, the word that we're supposed to say is clock. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for anyone who likes to escape the tick 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 of the clock that makes sense clock it's live to fight another day 
by The Cog Is Dead. Now, this is an unusual song that we stumbled across today. Enjoy it. It is a bit quirky. Um, but actually, it's quite good. By the end of it, you'll be tapping your foot. At the moment, you'll be tapping your forehead. Oh, I don't know. I quite like it. I kind of like um, Firefly uh, Serenity kind of kick to the the... the the undertones mm. of that kind of country, I like that, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if that helps. So we've had what, four tunes. We've had uh, A Thousand Years by Christina Perry, Already Dead by Hollywood Undead, Jump Girls Aloud, Live to Fight Another Day, The Cog is Dead. Anyone want to change their titles or change their guesses? I'm just going to go have, down. Have we received any more guesses? No, I've, I've had Commander Kaizen. Uh, there's interesting... It's, it, He's given it me an interesting one, which I'm not going to read out because it's ooh, heading in the right direction, but I don't want to say what it is. I've not, no, it's, it's close, but it's not. No, no, I don't think he's going to get it. No, no, because it is. So it is quite esoteric, this, isn't it? It does require a little bit of specialist knowledge here. Well... Or uh, having having a really, really weird diary. Today is that kind of thing. Right. Okay, well, not even today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Let's put people out of their misery. What was that, that final guess, then, that you will see how close they were? Coronavirus. Right, now, what? Th that's good because the intention was to send people down the route of viruses. And actually, to be honest, that's a very um, very smart uh, point you make there because, uh, believe it or not, because I imagine you're probably basing that on Already Dead and Live to Fight Another Day. Um, yeah, but how does it fit with Jump and Girls Aloud? Well, okay, you had a guess, didn't you? What was your guess, then, Pete? Well, I, I, I it, it, it's, it's because I was looking at the calendar, and the calendar is the twenty seventh of February. In two days' time, it's going to be twenty ninth of February. We don't have them very often, and and then I looked at jump, which could be leap possibly. Yes. And I looked and, <laughs> and live to fight another day. Okay, they're the only two I managed to work out. But then already dead. I can't work out how that fits. Okay, well, um, did you see what the international day is for February the 29th? No. So February 29th is Rare Disease Day. Um, so the already dead uh, is obviously the end results of a, a disease. Uh, if you have one, especially if it's rare, uh, then the likelihood... Oh. So just a cheery... That, that, was enough of a, that was enough of a clue Commander Kaisen has guessed. So well, that's, that's I'll say something no more, that... but yes... That's something that everyone would have known. International Rare Disease Day <laughs> only happens once every four years. Well, I don't, know, I don't know how these things work, but maybe that is it. Maybe this is why we are having a rare disease breakout just now. But you know, who knows? Who knows? So, right, a thousand years by Christina Perry. What do you, what do you think about that? Well, there's something special that you don't have leap years every thousand years, do you? Or is it? Or, or hang on, it's every four hundred years you don't. Okay, and... I have got an explanation for that that has been provided by the Tech Monkey. Um, so the explanation oh, on, for A Thousand Years by Christina Perry and how it fits in with our, tea, our theme, which is Leap Year. 
So we've, we've heard this, everybody else. So please sit back and be. If a year can be even legal. Yeah. So this explains it fully. Thousand years. <clears throat> if a year can be evenly divided by four, then it is a leap year. Unless that year is also evenly divisible by one hundred, then it is not a leap year anymore. Unless it is also evenly divisible by four hundred, which makes it a leap year again. So 1,000 years is not a leap year, but 2,000 years is. 1,000 years in the past, and 1,000 years more is 2,000 years in total. So as long as she started loving the person on a leap year, I think it works. Not entirely sure. Let's just say some romantic shite that she would also probably say. Something soppy like, I have loved you since the beginning of time. Yeah. That sounds like the drivel this singer would sing. Then we can set that to year zero, which means that when she gets fed up with the prick and inevitably stars hating on him it would indeed be a leap year being the year 2000. Or would it be 1999? Or fuck knows. It was a fucking stupid clue anyway. I hate that tosspot cow. Thanks. Thanks, sir. Simon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that, that's, that certainly clears it up. Okay, so okay. if you listen to the song A Thousand Years, Christina Berry loves them for, has loved them for a thousand years and will love them for a thousand more, which gives you 2,000 years, which is indeed a leap year, assuming that she started loving him on a leap year or on year zero, um, it would be true. So, yeah. Um, that would be a hell of a title wouldn't it be you you really would need a very big disc to put that on yeah yeah it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a reach so a thousand years by christina Berry is a leap year if you take into account it's two thousand years uh already dead relates to our rare disease day on the 29th of february which is only occurring on a leap year jump girls allowed to jump is to leap that's another one for a leap year live to fight another day well you get another day on a leap year that you don't normally have uh and therefore our final song which we will be playing out with what is, could it possibly be? Yeah, it's actually a cracking wee rocky tune, uh, the 29th of know. February by Spread Eagle. Um, uh, so before we disappear and call an end, have we had any requests for a shout-out tonight, Palantir? We have not. People are shy and don't want to interfere with the fun everybody's having. <laughs> Sorry, so you see Mr. But, Warner. But, but, but they really should, because... It'd be better than the crap we come up with. <laughs> yeah, by all means, if you have things to shout out or you can come and uh, send us a message and we can have a wee chat with you if you wish, if you've got something important or you've got an event coming out. Happy birthday, Hanky, again, before we go. Um, what else is there? We'll be back here next week, usual time, half past eight till whenever. Hi, Karumba, how come you didn't get that? I mean, honestly, it's it's so obvious. 2,000 years is at least... Honestly, I can't believe Karama didn't get that. Um, the, the good news is that Van Tern didn't get it, so... Oh, God. So you shouldn't feel so bad. And Litho Breaker. Aha! Aha! Ah, beat you. I mean, it's yeah. easy when you make up the answers. Yeah. <laughs> so, so... I, see that, uh, I see that Commander Kaizen is uh, wanting to shout out Dr. K. Ross, who is leaving... Uh, frontier developments uh, fairly soon i think uh, she's still got another couple of weeks to go before she leaves and 
rather rather wonderfully, I believe that we will be seeing her not long after she has left. It is a shame we've lost quite a lot of our little frontier specials, our little babies of growing up. Do you think at ECM we should have one of those? One, ECM we should have one of those little video segments showing people that Frontier have lost this year. Fundraising screens to raise money for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, since since last ECM, these are the people that Frontier have lost. No, I don't think the people who have passed to yes. other games companies. <laughs> well, of course we've we lost. Start Paige. with Ed. Paige, Paige <laughs> who, who did her first her first stream on uh, Monday. No, she didn't. She did indeed. Yes, it was Tuesday. She did the well, first stream. No, it just t- was it Tuesday. Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. I thought it was she was going to do one yeah. Wednesday evening, and I missed it, so I had to go back and look. Uh, I will remember, says uh, Kaiser. No, no, we're not doing that. That that is one of the funniest uh, vimes I think uh, was the I will remember use. They had me laughing, but no, we're not going to. I think it would be in particularly bad taste, just in case between now and ECM, any of them should actually pass away. Um, and that would just make it a little bit... Let's hope that that's a very <laughs> small possibility. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't wish that on anyone. I just hope they're all very well. No. And I hope they're coming along to play with us. Because, yeah, so many have gone. But Dr. Ross... Um, see, this is the problem. When anyone brings up death, I have a tendency to just step onto the wrong side of it. It is... Something that I find particularly difficult to tread with sensitivity sure. and understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not for me. And if anyone not heard the stories of the, 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 the pre, my previous experiences, but not my personal experiences with death, oh, see what I mean? This is the problem. But it is a fact of life, and unfortunately, yeah. I tend to is. remember the people and uh, enjoy the memories I have of them, and also enjoy a couple of cheap shots. Uh, obviously, Moof is potentially maybe joining the Land of the Dead tomorrow, so I will update you soon. Oh dear. Right. <laughs> As he yes. tests. Oh, yeah, the buggers do it, but the thing is, I might live stream it. He's trying his new medication, so I might just live stream it and we'll see, you know. We'll just hope that um, he doesn't and hope that it goes all well. Do, do wish him well. Um, I think it's quite exciting. It yeah. well. yes. it's yeah. Record it, then we can cut cut what he says into the semblance of uh, English. True. I remember how I had a brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, full, we... Full of the milk of human kindness or something. Some, but yeah, no, he's, li- he's, he's hoping his new medication is going to change his, his existence uh, and make his life so much better. And uh, I cross my fingers, and I genuinely do want that for him too. So um, fingers crossed tomorrow, and hopefully, I do hope so. Uh, the 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 best of manly hugs from us all. Yeah, and especially Flossie. Explode. A uh, womanly one from me, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you put him back in his place there, Flossie. Um, so that's what's going on this weekend. If you are about, uh, you can join us tomorrow night on twitch.tv forward slash psychoco for the pub quiz, the weekly pub quiz from half past... No, it's not. It's from Frick. I've only been doing this for how long? It's from 7pm tomorrow night on our Friday-ish. And is it a family-friendly stream? It is about as friendly for your family as um, Buck Naked is. Oh. So it's definitely not 
safe for work, the language and the curses of people who get questions wrong. The questions in the quiz itself is completely utterly. Uh, we have film movies. I think, okay. Miss, Commander Wotherspoon, I think that rather depends on one's family. I think it probably does, yes. 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 But we have a lot of fun. Great aunts. Sort of probably best kept away. It's just that fun, Friday bit of fun. So if you want, if you are about and you're at a loose end, you want to come along and join us, then do please check that out. Uh, other than that, is there anyone else needing to do a shout out for anything? That's you lot. That's including you, Dead Meat. Do you want to give a wee shout out for your um, your marathon again? I can do a re shout out for retired Navy IT one who has donated from across the pond. So thank you very much for that. Brilliant, fantastic. Thank you very much for your generosity. Flossie, Amelia? Just just one last thing. Um, for the mug. For the mug. Fantastic. Thank for you very much. Thanks for, for the few of us who I've been company with today. There we go. Little shouts out there. All Sean. fuel rats are brilliant. And and, and Mr. Wotherspoon, any, anything from you two? Well, I, I see. Obviously, we have Commander Kaizen in chat. Um, I just just like to point out that he has a podcast of his own, the Loose Screws podcast. It is well worth a listen. I think it comes out normally Mondays. I might be wrong, but it appears on my podcast on Mondays anyway. Um, and uh, it's I, I, I think he's very gradually working through everyone who's ever played Elite and interviewing them all individually. Um, I think I think last week it was Atrus fifty sixty. So, oh. if you want to hear someone speaking with a really, he's, really silly he's voice, quite close to the bottom of the barrel, then. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, yeah. don't worry, then, Debbie. Your turn will come. If he's getting near the bottom, you'll have to get under yeah, the bottom right, for me. That's right. You'll be next, or, or Flossie, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, all, it's always a joy, uh, and that is the uh, loose nuts. Did you see? <laughs> the loose screws podcast. Loose screws. Um, okay, all sorry. good. Loose podcast screws. readers. <laughs> Why did I get bolts in my head? Uh, I don't no, understand. No, I yeah, and it's driving me nuts. No, that's wrong joke. Sorry. Can we get a, a link, Pete? Can you chuck a wee link in the Twitch chat for people that might want to go along and listen? Um, a ticket is on iTunes as well. Yes, it's on. It's on all all the places that you find podcasts. And basically, if you just type in loose screws, uh, it's e ed loose screws. I think actually, I think Kai Kaizen can probably link me to it. Thanks. Kaizen, chuck a link in, please, for everybody that can kind of find you. And uh, we will check it out if you're not already subscribed to Loose Screws. Uh, I hear it's very good. Well, I mean, that's what Kaizen paid me a fiver it to is. say. So, so, it, so good, it must yes. be good. Um, fantastic. Thank you very much, everybody. And Sean, last chance. Yeah, you say that every week and you still let me back. Yeah, it's not your last, it's not your well, last chance. Apparently... Sagittarius I-26 out very soon. Yeah, I saw the advert for that as well. Looking forward to that and, one. And Mr. Mr. Pearson, old Vantia and uh, Rudolf Hucker is waving and uh, apologising for not being here, of course, because he's actually having to look after a sick dog. He is, and we wish, we wish, it's Angus, isn't it? We wish Angus all the mm. very best and that he picks up and gets back to his usual happy-go-lucky, licky-huggy self. ASAP. There is nothing worse, as we know. We have gone through far too many poorly animals on this podcast. All of one, I think. Well, Sean, you've got a pet, haven't you? No, you've got bake. You cook. That's right. Although I cook them, I cook lots of them. Yes. Cook. Mm. Uh, Flossie, of course, is the hamster queen. 
Yes, unfortunately, I don't have one now. Oh no! Not oh, another one. No. Hence the title of the hence the title, the Dark mm. Wheel. Yeah, so we lost Poppy oh, a couple of months ago now. I didn't realise. And of course, I... we had Homster before that. Uh, Holly before that. I didn't realise Poppy had. Oh, see, I got confused with yeah. Holly and Poppy. I'm so sorry. That's that's really sad. <laughs> yeah, we've lost both of them now. So. The trouble is, they don't live long enough, and we, we just can't bear having another one now because they just don't live long enough. <laughs> you just get used to them and go. Yeah. And then Robbie just keeps going on and on and on. Can't keep them in your freezer. Mm. Bless. <laughs> I dread it. I dread it. I say it's my least favourite. I mean, I've got two beautiful cats, and having one beautiful cat before them um, is the most horrible thing when a cat is not well. It's nice when you make them better again and they kind of acknowledge the fact that, you know, you are their hero! And uh, that's the nice bit. But it's not great when you're worrying about them and they can't tell you what's wrong. And then they say, could you take your foot off my tail, you bastard? And you go, oh, right, of course. Sorry, now I know why you're so angry at me. Um, anyway, cats and pets. and I love pets. Let's um, draw close to tonight. We're going to play out with 29th of February, Spread Eagle. Do no, we're not going to... The band's called Spread Eagle. I'm not going to play the song Spread Eagle. Dead Meat, put the freaking hand sanitizer down. Right. Okay. We will be back. No, no, don't put it down there. Oh, man. But it's nice and cold. HR going to have, a, have to have to work with you again. Just, you're going to go through another retraining Ooh, mission. Yeah. It's just... Oh. Right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We will see you next week. From half past eight, please do come and join. I'm not sure if it's going to be a Sean or a Vantian week it's next week. It's me. Oh. It's me. So, but but still, but come anyway. You know what? We might we <laughs> might even just let this one hand it over to Amelia and Flossie and let them show you how a radio yeah. show should be done. <laughs> yeah, quite raise the tone. In fact, yeah, you two. When when are you going to start doing your own? When, I mean, I, I, we're never going to give the option to dead meat because I mean that's just like handing your car keys to your toddler. <laughs> that's just not going to happen. But you and, know, and there are, and there are plenty of specialist websites catering for that. Don't you need? Don't you worry? So yeah, Amelia and Flossie, not love to put you in the spot, but when? Um, good question. One with many possible answers. We've, we've gone easy on you, Amelia, because obviously you're quite new to the team, so we're trying to wait for you to get you, yourself where you're in a, a, a comfortable uh, position. But Flossie! Flossie! <laughs> it's been like eight months. I know, time's flying, isn't it? It's ridiculous. <laughs> also, she's, so, she's in that leather hammock. She looks really comfortable. That's the problem. She can't reach the controls. But Flossie, we can always have a wee Flossie week. I think, I think we need to give these guys the helm one week and let them... You know, that's the other thing. I realised when we asked this week who wants to pick the theme, and I was like, yeah, 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 and now everyone says, no, I'm not allowed to ever again. Um, we need to let you guys have a shot at that as well. It's an awful lot of fun, and it would just be lovely to hear your tastes in music rather than, well, can we call it tastes? Um, I, 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 in, I invite any of my co-presenters to come up with the theme because I know all about music, so I, I think I only hear about seven tunes, so I couldn't do it. <laughs> that's never hindered David. <laughs> he just makes the, he just randomly chooses things, doesn't he, and then makes the theme to go round it. Yeah, that's the job. That's oh. right. Tunes with words in. I'll give it a bash, but I, I wouldn't know where to start. Well, you may have to slow start down with one tune and go yeah. for a second, and then go. Oh, 
crap, those seem to have something in common. Let's ram everything else in as hard as I can and hope nobody notices they oh, don't geez. fit. No, we're gonna it's worked for David for many months. In you, in I was going to say, just, just like normal then. Yeah, <laughs> quite. <laughs> right, we will uh, we will catch up with you next week with Shawnee at the helm. Um, and then we'll wait and see when the Amelia show's coming and when the Flossie show's coming and let these guys have a, a go at the <laughs> reins and show us how it's done, as I say. Everyone to bring that special, unique flavour. Mostly, uh, obviously, Dead Meat's in here just to bring a slight smell. Uh, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, we'll I did be... work out one week. Jeez, but... double whammer. You worked out? Sorry? <laughs> I did sort of think of some songs one week. Just, just myself, you know, I didn't sort of suggest any, but I thought, yeah, that could be a thing, could I could have that, could I have that, could I have that, but they're all too... See, the problem they weren't is, deep enough. Well, no, it, doesn't, know, it, really, it doesn't have to be, I mean, it can be, you know, you don't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to make sense, like tonight, it doesn't have to make sense. Uh, a, a loose loose theme is fine, and it would be awesome, it's just that you realise that, you know, we, guy, we guys tend to just put our heads down and go for it, and it doesn't give you the opportunity... You don't want- you don't want yeah. lose steam. Lose steam, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, God. How, how many weeks could you pull off? <laughs> yeah, how many weeks could you, you pull don't off? want to ask that question either. <laughs> Good night, everyone. He's been by himself a while. <laughs> we'll see you next week, Ish. That was unfortunate, Charlie. <laughs> For the man. 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 For the man.